You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, we're here with Jody Lee Cottle. So, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, Mr. Jack. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I've known Jody for like four years now, which is basically as long as I've been playing music. I mean, he gave me a guitar case the first time I met him, and I still use it. That's the guitar case that I use. I think the guitar case is bigger than you, and I gave it to you. Yeah, I had to. I was holding it with, <laughs> with both arms on one side of me, and I had to put my full body weight on the other side where the guitar case wasn't. So, <laughs> now I just get my mom to carry it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were getting so big you would have roadies soon. So, <laughs> Jody Lee is a great uh, radio host and songwriter. So, how did you get into radio and why did you get into radio? I, it's one of those things I always knew that's what I was going to do. Like when I was young, we had these things you probably don't remember called cassettes. <laughs> and I, I, I would record songs off the radio and cut out the DJs. And then I would put in my own voice and have to use two cassette tapes and go back and forth. It was not as easy as it is today, but I would practice when I was a kid. Oh, when, wow. I get, when I got out of high school, I walked into the local station and told the lady I wanted to work there. And she said, what job do you want? And I said, yours. And she laughed <laughs> And I said, and one day I'm going to buy the station. And she said, okay. But she hired me and I started at the bottom, worked my way up and I ended up buying that station. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yep. It all came true, but I've been doing it 28 years this year. Wow. That's awesome. So what is one of the coolest experiences you've had in radio or music or both? Boy, that's hard. To pick one is very hard. I've had some really cool. And you can list several. It's. Um, I don't know. One of the, my favorite memories, uh, of course, is um, when I got to ask Ray Wiley Hubbard about writing music. Oh, wow. And it was when I first started writing music, and I was backstage at uh, Larry Joe Taylor's. And I'm sitting at a table with him, and I'm like, I have to ask him, right? Like, I have to. And I said, what's your advice, like, on writing songs? Because I've written the time, I said, I think I've written about 100 songs, but I only remember four. <laughs> and he goes, that's because the rest of them aren't any good. <laughs> and I said, what? What? I said, well, at least I got four good ones. He goes, I didn't say that. <laughs> that's harsh, but he was right. And then he started giving me some actual tips and stuff. But he was testing me to see if I could handle the criticism. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was, that was a great great memory sitting there getting song advice from Ray Wiley Hubbard, which I know you've played with him. Yeah, he's awesome. And even when he says something mean, like your songs are terrible, it still sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that was a great memory. Uh, Then there was this kid that came in the studio for the first time named Jack Barksdale. And I (laughs) let it happen on Buck Fuffalo show and not my show. That was a... you blew everybody away. You went out on the little stage and played some, and and people thought it was uh, somebody else's song. And you said, "No, that's Guy Clark. Get it right." <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I I remember uh I played Oki from Muskogee on the on the on Buck's show and uh Yeah. And, worried. Uh, <laughs> and I and after the song I said, you know, when I was learning this song, I didn't know what most of the most of the stuff in the song meant. I mean, I knew what what the the weed and the LSD was, but I didn't know much of the other stuff. <laughs> and then I I came home to my uh, my mom and my sister, and I said, "Did you hear my joke on the radio?" <laughs> <laughs> and so every time I go on a ra- on a radio interview or something, they always say, "Hey, did you have a joke on the radio?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember whenever you got up and played with Tommy Alverson and then uh, made a joke about me running sound, too. No, I actually think that was with Buck, too. <laughs> it yeah. was Tommy Alverson's show. Oh, yeah. And you got up and played in the break and played Tommy's guitar. Oh, yeah, and I remember. So uh, it was me and Buck were up there in the in the break uh, yes. while Tommy was having his break. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, Buck was saying like, "Hey, I'm Buck Fuffalo. This is Jack Barksdale." And then the sound squeaked, and he said, "And Jody Leon sound." <laughs> that was you that said that. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it squeaked again while I was in the middle of a song, and I said again, "Jody Leon sound." <laughs> yeah, that's when I retired from running sound. Yeah, <laughs> So, uh, as well as being an awesome uh, radio host, and uh, uh, you're also a really great songwriter. Uh, Thanks, when, man. When did you start writing? Actually, I've been writing for a long time, uh, but I wasn't as good on guitars as a lot of guys, so I kind of just kept them hid. And I finally, I just decided to start putting them out there and writing with some people. And I think, too, this year I've done a lot more. And I've gone out and played some shows, and it's kind of helped my writing, playing in front of people. But it also made me realize how hard you guys work, because you don't make it look so easy up there on the stage. So it was good for me to kind of experience that it's not that easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody ought to try it, and they might respect it a little more. Uh, but I've always, I've always been writing words. I did cowboy poetry before I did songs. Mm. And I actually used to get paid to go do cowboy poetry events. But then they wanted me to dress up like the cowboy poets, and I didn't want to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but one day I'm gonna get Jack Barksdale to teach me how to play guitar. <laughs> I've been seeing that you're even taking fiddle lessons with Mason. Oh yeah. Do you really need another instrument? You already play everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I used to. So before I played guitar, uh, I really wanted guitar lessons, but my hands were too small. And I was I was probably like six, and my my mom uh, got me uh, fiddle lessons so that because I got a little fiddle, and uh, so that my fingers would fit on the fretboard, and or it's not a fretboard because there aren't any frets, but uh, <laughs> on the on the fingerboard. So I started that, but I I wasn't really that good. Uh, but then I I when I was like a I don't know seven, my I finally got a guitar lessons and so I went and I just I just stayed with guitar because it was so much fun and then yeah, I'm pretty sure you could give lessons now <laughs> but uh but uh yeah now I I, I just uh 
I've always loved the fiddle and thought it'd be fun to go back and learn it. Yeah. And you already mandolin and steel guitar. Like what else do you <laughs> not do? You do everything. <laughs> I really want to learn a little bit of that banjo picking. I bet you could do it too. That'd be really, really fun. So uh, you've had some pretty life changing experiences lately. Has that affected your songwriting, you think? Oh, yeah, big time. Um, I think I got I think when you have a near death experience, it's it changes the way you look at life. You yeah. know, uh, I appreciate a lot more things than I used to, maybe. And of course, mm-hmm. when you're writing songs, it's about life experiences. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely, definitely changed it. I told him uh, my doctor, I went Monday, by the way, got good reports on my heart. Awesome. It's doing way better. And they, they don't understand why, but uh, I went from 20% to 40%. So as of right now, I don't have to have a transplant. So that's really good news. Yeah. And they that's said, awesome. sense. and uh, but I told them, I said, after the coma, I feel like uh, everything good's been happening. Like I should have died years ago because um, I'm engaged now. Uh, oh, awesome. To a girl, to Brandy, who I dated in high school, and I told my heart doctor, I said, I feel like my life is a country song backwards because now I got my girlfriend back, got my dog back. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of losing everything, I got it all back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you played a you played a country record backwards. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, uh, some. Uh, it was someone at a at a guitar store in Weatherford, and uh, I think they were more into rock. And they told me, uh, you know what happens when you uh, play a country song backwards? They they told me that joke. He gets his he gets his truck back. He gets his girl back. He gets his dog back. <laughs> yeah, that was. But amazing. yeah, it's it's really good. It's really changed changed a lot of things. I think I think everybody should you know appreciate life more and, mm-hmm. and enjoy life. Quit worrying about the little stuff and do what you love. Like you're doing what you love, and that's amazing. As young as you are, that you get to do what you love. I know my parents are awesome getting to let me do this kind of stuff. Yeah, you got lucky on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so uh, as well as uh, being a great songwriter. And a great radio host. You're also just a big fan of music in general. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite artists right now, whether it's local artists or more big time artists? Uh, you know, I've always, I've always geared towards finding new artists. And I think that's what my stations have always been, the different radio stations I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always kind of gone for the new guy. Like, I don't want everybody else to tell me, Hey, this is who you should play. This is who you should like. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. And I think uh, every week I'm surprised by somebody new that's just blowing me away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jack Barksdale. That guy, you should check him out. He's really good. <laughs> but I love I love uh, the Cowbirds. If you haven't seen Buck and Mason and Matt together, amazing oh, yeah. harmonies. That is just, yeah, the Cowbirds are great. Cowbirds are fun. And I wish Billy Hartman would hurry up and get some more stuff out. Oh, yeah. I love Billy. (laughs) Billy and I have been writing a bunch of songs during the pandemic. We've written like four songs now. Yeah. But, you know, I like the guys that people haven't heard. Like, you know, I do a picking party every Wednesday night. 
And um, I try to bring in some artists that people haven't heard. And like last night, I had Holly Garrett. I think you know mm -hmm. Holly. And then uh, Cleet uh, Bradley. And oh, yeah. Cleet Bradley is amazing. Yeah. He is really and good. And so uh, there was a lot of people came up to me and they're like, well, haven't I heard this guy? Because <laughs> you got to get out more. You got to go see yeah. people you don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know that too, especially like at the Greenwood. I sure miss Sundays there, but there's oh, always yeah. some new talent. You know, Mason. Yeah. Mason Scherer that you were playing fiddle with, she comes out to the picking party and plays with people she's never heard their music ever. She I came know. out and played with Mike Stanley and Clayton Landy the other night, and it was amazing. Yeah. And she'd never heard. Bobby Texas was on steel. She was on fiddle. That sounds uh, amazing. It was such a good show, yeah. And, you know, they hadn't even played together. And just, to me, that's great music when you get artists that can just jam together. Yeah. And it's you know, it just happens. It's not, I don't know. Some of the big time guys, it's too rehearsed and the shows are too big. Mm -hmm. I like uh, small venues like the Greenwood yeah. and artists that you can hear the words. Yeah. And even if it's a really good show, sometimes you'll go to another show and it's the exact same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I got the pleasure of my, my, Grandmother's sister's son is real big in Paris, France, with all the art stuff. And he brought a lot of oh, artists wow. down from, from Paris. Uh, and he has a place in Mirna Wells. And he asked me to bring some Texas artists out to play with them. So I took, of course, like uh, Billy and uh, a bunch of guys like that out there. I think. Uh, Did they drink them under the table? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did. <laughs> but the, they were the Paris you know, guys and girls, they were so amazed that these folks from Texas could just jump in and play with each other and not know the songs. They said, because the way they're trained over there is you do it over and over and over till you get it perfect. And you always do it the exact same way. And they were just amazed. So I made them do like a freestyle where everybody sang a verse, you know? And oh, wow. It, it was, uh, he's usually a rapper in Paris, but he started singing, had a beautiful voice. We didn't even know it. And, wow. and he could play the guitar. And so they just started doing songs together. And they're like, you never get to do this. And I'm like, that's why Texas is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, with, I had a guy from, uh, get this, you know, Thomas Knapp. Yeah. He, uh, he cooks at Legends, of course, on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. And this guy from out of town was telling me, man, there's so much talent here. And I go, I'm going to show you how much talent there is. I bet even the cook could play music <laughs> no way and i said i'm in te texas is so talented even the cooks can play and so i go hey thomas can you do you know how to play guitar and he goes oh a little bit and then he goes up and sings a song and this guy goes, texas is awesome <laughs> it really is <laughs> he's gonna be asking the cooks at every restaurant can you play music yeah <laughs> Yeah, it just yeah, it goes to Chipotle and it's like, can you play music? <laughs> so, uh, like, like I said, you've been, uh, you've been doing, you've been doing this for a long time, and uh, is there any advice that you would give beginners for that are doing radio or, or uh, who are writing? Is there any advice you have? Yeah, do it because you love it, because it ain't about the money. Uh, if you're doing it to try to make money, you're in the wrong field. 
But yeah. do it because you love it. You're going to enjoy it your whole life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've done it. It sure wasn't for the money, but I've been blessed to have a lot of people support me um, and, and support the music and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I have one more question that is All right. uh, a little bit on that uh, basis. Well, I haven't been doing interviews very long, and um, they're really fun. But is there anything that I could maybe change up or work on that would make them a little bit better? No, you're amazing. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't just let anybody come over and take over the, the radio station for an hour like <laughs> you did. I still, I still have your list of songs on the wall that you played that day. Oh, wow. And I had to go look most of them up because you know more about music than I do. And I had to go Google some of them. <laughs> that, that was super fun. Thank it, you it, so much for letting me do and do. You that. need to come do that again. We may have to do it in the evenings though, because I know you don't get up early since you're a rock star. And all. <laughs> I do not get up early. Yeah, I got <laughs> got up around uh, around uh, I don't know one thirty today. <laughs> I'm still life waking a, up. Life of a rock star. <laughs> I know. I keep trying to figure out why do I make myself get up and do the morning show? Why do I? Don't, I should do an evening show so I can sleep in. <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrible boss. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's probably better for your sleeping cycles, though. It probably is. You're right. Although you do, you do usually stay up pretty late out at the picking parties. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it gets harder the older you get. So enjoy it while you can. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm enjoying it. I get to to write songs and and just go play shows. I mean, not as much as a. I don't get to play as many shows as I used to, but it's still super fun. You got new music coming out soon? Uh yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we're That's going in, Yeah, we're going into the studio this month. I'm super excited. Going to do a single and then ho- hopefully that'll lead to uh, an album or an EP or something. Exactly. You know what I think you need to do? I I think you need to do a Jack Barksdale and friends cuz you have some amazing musician friends that you play with and write with and I think yeah. it'd be cool to do where every song is you and somebody else like whether it's another guitarist or uh maybe another singer just yeah. every song you and a friend like Jack Park's Dylan friends yeah that'd be super fun I think that'd be an awesome album yeah Get that'd Rio, be some of those guys yeah Rio yeah yeah, Copper Chief is a big fan of Jack Barksdale. They tell me that every time I talk to him. I'm a big fan of Copper Chief. <laughs> By the way, uh, your birthday party at the Greenwood was probably one of the most star-studded birthdays I've seen in the last few years, at least. That was so much fun. <laughs> we had everyone there. We had uh, uh, that was that was like three years ago, but that was so much fun. Yeah. And, uh, and then one we had in the even at the um, across oh, the way. Greenwood, oh yeah, yeah, at the pecan tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Those both had everybody. <laughs> so many. Yeah, we had. Oh, that was so much fun. Well, hopefully we get rid of all this COVID stuff, and then we'll have even a bigger one this year. So. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much, Jody, for doing this interview with me. Anytime, man. Yeah, it's, this it's weird was... though being the interviewee. Yeah. 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 This was super fun. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for talking with me about all that you do. And uh, 
Man, I'm so glad that that you're doing better. Thank and, you, bud. Uh, well, let me know when you want to start that radio show on Texas Homegrown Radio. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> you could probably do it. From, we'll do it remotely. You don't even have to come in. <laughs> late night. That part's still. <laughs> the late, late show. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, thank you so much. And... Uh, Thank you for listening to Jack Barksdale's Root Survival. Hope to see you again soon. <laughs>